recording is from Parramatta Christian Church. We pray that this message inspires you in your walk with Christ. Good morning, church. It's great to be with you this morning. Uh, great to come around God's Word together. If you're joining us for the first time, we extend a very special welcome to you again. We're so glad that you found your way onto our uh, online uh, church service, and we trust that it's been a real blessing for you already, and uh, that this uh, message will really encourage your heart. Uh, this morning, I, I want to speak to us about the God who comes to us. The God who comes to us. That's the title of my message. And I, I've been thinking about the Christian God and, and his uniqueness. Uh, in many other religious traditions, when bad things happen, it's because the gods are angry and they need to be appeased in some way. And those who worship these gods, they, they need to do all these uh, complicated rituals and offer these various sacrifices to try and, uh, and appease these gods and not make them angry and, and try and earn their favor so that things will go better for them and that somehow the problems will go away and, and the future will look better and brighter. Um, but the unique thing, one of the unique things about the Christian God is that he's the God that comes to us. He's the God that comes to us to reveal himself, to, to show his love to us, to uh, act towards us in kindness and grace. Uh, he, he comes to us often in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our difficulties, in the midst of hardship and pain and misery and reveals his tenderness and his care and his concern for us. And I think that's so encouraging for us right now as we're in the midst of this pandemic and, and all of the circumstances that we're facing right now. And um, many of us have lost loved ones uh, in this time uh, of COVID. Uh, we've had relatives that have gotten sick and been very concerned and, and anxious uh, for them. Uh, we've been praying for Andy, who's had an accident and he's in the hospital. Uh, there's so many things about this situation that is making it particularly difficult for us. Uh, some of you might have had financial challenges because of your changing work situation. Uh, we've talked about the HSC students who are just trying to figure out how to do their exams in, in this kind of environment. Uh, we're all feeling the effects of isolation and, and loneliness and being separated from family and loved ones. And, and many of the people that we've talked to are, are saying things like, you know what, I'm just over it. I'm over this lockdown. I'm, I'm over COVID. And we, we long to return to some sense of the life that we knew and that was familiar to us. And so uh, in, in the midst of all of that, I want to, bring this message that I hope will encourage us um, to, to remain hopeful because right now maybe it is hard, really hard to, to stay positive and to stay hopeful because things just seem so bleak and depressing right now. And uh, I want to take us to Matthew chapter 14, uh, which is the story of Jesus calming the storm and walking on the water. And, and it's one of my favorite uh, stories of Jesus' ministry and accounts of Jesus' life and ministry. And I trust that this message will really encourage us as we see that our God, the God of the Bible, is the God who comes to us and wants to reveal himself to us. And I trust that this will really encourage us in the midst of our circumstance, whatever we're going through and whatever we're feeling right now, to look for Jesus and to expect him to come to us 
and to show us his love and care and concern for us. So if you've got your Bibles or your devices, you want to turn with me to Matthew chapter 14. We're going to read this account and I'm going to just share a few thoughts with us this morning. And it says this, we're picking it up in verse 22. It says, immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter said, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. Just a few different thoughts. Uh, and I'd like to share them with you, but let me pray and then we'll continue. Father, we just thank you that you are the God who comes to us. And Father, as you've heard us pray this morning, there's so many needs, so many things that are on our hearts that are weighing heavily on us. And Lord, uh, for many of us, it's really difficult to stay positive and hopeful and uh, we're feeling really down and discouraged and, and perhaps just really weary of everything that's going on. And Lord, I pray that this message this morning of Jesus coming to his disciples will be a real encouragement and a blessing to us. And so, Lord, I pray that you will give us ears to hear, hearts to receive, and, Lord, uh, uh, the strength of your spirit to trust you in this moment and to live out this word in faith. And so we pray that, Lord, you will be with us, you'll be with me, help me to communicate your word faithfully, that, Lord, you might be glorified in this message. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So I want to share with you just three different groups of people that Jesus comes to. The first group of people we're told about are those who are caught in the storm. So the, the story goes, Jesus has told his disciples to go across the other side. They, they got in their boat and they're going across the other side while, while Jesus stays to pray. And along the way, uh, they encounter a storm, the winds pick up and the waves get really rough and, and they're freaking out and, and they don't know what to do. And they're out in the middle of, of the lake and Jesus is not with them. Jesus is not with them. And maybe you find yourself like that, like in the, in the middle of this storm, uh, as we have uh, together, we were committed to following Jesus. We're committed to obeying Jesus. We're committed to doing what Jesus has asked us to do. And along the way, we've encountered storms, whatever they might look like. The winds have picked up and the waves are crashing in on our boat and we feel the effects of the storm that we're in. But the good news of this story is that Jesus comes to the disciples. I mean, you can imagine what it would have been like for them. They're, they're in this boat. Jesus has told them to, to go to the other side, but Jesus isn't with them. 
in the midst of this storm. And maybe you feel a little bit like that, that as you've, you know, you're, you're, you're committed to obeying Jesus and following Jesus faithfully, right now it's, it's really, really difficult. And what's making it even harder is it feels that Jesus isn't there with you. It feels like Jesus is distant. You're not, you're not feeling the presence or you're not sensing the presence of Jesus as you once did. And that's just compounding your anxiety or your worry or your fear even more. But again, I love this because Jesus comes to the disciples. He, he goes out to them and, and he gets in the boat and he calms the wind and he changes the situation. And I, I want to say to you that, that Jesus will come to you in your storm, in your situation. He will get into the boat with you. Now, I can't promise you that the storms will go away. I can't promise you that the wind and the waves will die down as they did in this story. But I can promise you that Jesus will step into the boat with you and he will reveal himself to you as the, as the living God, the son of the living God, the almighty God who has the authority to walk on water, to speak to the wind, to calm the storms. And he will assure you of his presence. What Jesus desires more than anything for you right now is to get a deeper revelation of who he is, that like these disciples, that you too will bow down and worship him and say, truly, you are the son of God. Truly, you are the conquering king. And whether the storms in my life die down or not, with the winds and the waves subside or not, it doesn't matter, Jesus, because I know who you are and I am safe in your care and I'm safe in your arms. Jesus comes to those who are in the middle of a storm. The second group of people, I mean, we're talking about the same group of people, but different scenarios. The second scenario is, I, I want to suggest to you that Jesus comes to those who see ghosts, who see ghosts. I mean, again, just think, think about this for a moment. Uh, the disciples had never seen anything like this, never seen anybody walk on the water before. So they have no rational categories, no logical explanation for what they're seeing and experiencing in that moment. In that moment. And so in, their, in that moment, they, they give in to their superstitions and their worst fears. That When they can't explain it and understand it, they're thinking, oh, this is the worst thing that we can ever imagine, and that is that this is a ghost. We've seen a ghost, and now we're told that they were terrified, and they're crying out in fear. And now again, you know, maybe you wouldn't consider yourself as superstitious or, or paranoid, or anything like that. But if we're honest, what we're experiencing, we, we don't really have an explanation for. And maybe it's really rattled our faith. Maybe we just don't understand what's going on. We're trying to make sense of it. We're trying to understand what God is doing in the world, what God is doing in our lives. And we have no logical, rational explanations for things. And even though we might not be superstitious or you know crazy or paranoid, Maybe we find ourselves clutching out for the explanations that are abounding at the moment on YouTube and the internet and all over the place, you know, that the, the vaccination is the mark of the beast or a whole bunch of other conspiracy theories and other things that people are saying. And we're finding that we're, we're, we're trying to latch onto these things in the hope that it will help us make sense of what's happening, that it'll help us understand what's happening, that it'll somehow make us feel better because we can go, oh, I, I understand what's happening. I get what's happening. But the reality is that some of these things have actually caused more fear in our hearts. 
more worry, more anxiety. And we find ourselves like the disciples. We're even more terrified and we're, we're crying out in fear because we, we still don't understand. And none of it really makes sense. And in the midst of all of that, we see Jesus coming to those who've seen ghosts. And I love this because Jesus doesn't rebuke them for their crazy thinking. He doesn't rebuke them for their superstitions. He doesn't rebuke them for, you know, giving into their worst fears and, and being terrified. No, he just comes to them and assures them of his presence. He speaks his word and he assures them with his word. And, and he says to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. What, what a wonderful, assuring, calming reality that we can know as well. That as we're grappling with all that's going on in our lives, the things that just don't make sense, and we're trying to figure out what God is doing in the world, what God's doing in our lives, and we, we really don't have any explanations. That what Jesus offers us and how Jesus comes to us is in himself. And he brings us in, in, he brings himself to us. He comes to us and he gives us his word. Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. He's assuring his disciples that it's okay. He's in the midst of it. What, what they think is a ghost, it's him. He, he's right there. He, he's in control. He's sovereign. He knows what's going on. He, he's working out his plan and he's working out his purpose. And that's the word for us this morning. That as we're grappling for answers, that Jesus is saying, it's okay. I've got it. I've got you. It is I. Take courage. Don't be afraid. I'm in control. I'm in the middle of it. I have not abdicated my control to anything or anyone else. I am sovereign. I'm at work in the world. Whether you understand it or not, whether you get it or not, whether you can make sense of it or not, it's okay. I've got it. Trust me. Rest in me. It is I take courage. The last category, I guess, of people that we want to look at is that Jesus comes to those who step out of the boat. Jesus comes to those who step out of the boat. So here we are, the, the story so far, we're, 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 the disciples are in a storm. Jesus is not with them. They're in obedience to Jesus' word, heading to the other side. Winds, waves crashing against the boat. The disciples are freaking out. They're, they're thinking that they've seen a ghost. And then when Jesus says what he says, it is I, take courage, don't be afraid. Peter, love Peter. Peter thinks of doing something that none of us would probably in our right minds think of doing. He says to Jesus, well, Jesus, if it's really you, tell me, tell me to step out of the boat and come to you. And Jesus says, come. So Peter gets out of the boat and he starts walking on water. And I want to encourage us that maybe right now in this season where we're going through an unprecedented historic event for us that has turned our world upside down in so many ways, the last thing that many of us are probably thinking about is stepping out of a boat, stepping out of a boat and taking a risk of doing something we've never done before, of going beyond our comfort zone. It's not what we'd be thinking about. But yet, some of us are feeling the prompting of Jesus saying to us, come, come. 
And we've been feeling that and sensing that in lots of different ways. And it might be Jesus prompting for you to reach out to someone that you've not reached out to before. It might be Jesus prompting you to give of your limited financial resources towards uh, the Afghan appeal or towards some other cause or to the church or whatever it might be. Uh, it might be Jesus challenging you to, to not think of yourself as much and to think of others and how you can be a blessing. It might be Jesus calling you to step out of your boat in serving him in a way that you've never done before. It, it might be in a range of different ways where Jesus is calling you to let go of what's been safe and familiar and comfortable and to reach out to him in a new way, to step out of uh, the, the things that you've taken your security and your confidence in and to step into something new and unknown. And that's terrifying. And we see in the story that Peter does it and he's walking on the water for a moment and then he sees the wind. He takes his eyes off Jesus and he sees the wind and he's sinking and he, he cries out to Jesus, Lord, save me. And in that moment, Jesus comes to him. And Jesus, it says, immediately reaches out his hand and takes a hold of Peter. What a wonderful, assuring, comforting truth for those of us who are feeling Jesus challenging us, provoking us, prompting us to, in the middle of a storm, step out of the comfort zone of our boats and to trust him in a new way, in a deeper way, in a more profound way, to entrust ourselves completely to him, to surrender ourselves to him. And, and we've, we've done that and we've, we've been willing and we've obeyed and we've stepped out of the boat and things were really great. But then we, we lost sight of Jesus and all of a sudden we're now so aware of the wind and the waves and, and the challenges and the difficulties and, and we're freaking out a little bit. And Jesus is there, right there, as we call out to him, Lord, save me. Jesus is there to reach out his hand and take a hold of us. What a wonderful truth what an encouraging promise and i love all of this in this story that jesus is the god who comes to us he comes to us wherever we're at whatever situation we're facing whether we're just the people who are experiencing a, a storm in our lives in whatever shape or form that that's come whether it's we're just giving into our worst fears and when we're freaking out and and we don't can't make any sense of what's going on in our lives right now. And we think we're seeing ghosts or we're the, we're the ones that are taking a risk. We're stepping out and entering into a new experience in God, something we've never known. And we feel like we're sinking and we feel like we're drowning. Jesus comes to us and Jesus wants to come to us. And I want to encourage you, um, wherever you're at, look out for Jesus. Look out for Jesus. Because sometimes we can, like Peter, be so aware of the wind and the waves that we lose sight of Jesus. But he's right there. He's right there. Because, and we know that because he promised he will never leave or forsake us. It's sometimes just our perspective. And as Shamal shared with us, sometimes we lose sight of what's really happening because of the circumstances we find ourselves in. But it doesn't change the truth. It doesn't change the reality of what God has promised. You know, as bad as things might be right now and as bad as things might even get in the future. Because, again, you know, we, we were all hoping for things to be different and we, we, we all hope that things will change really soon and quickly. But we don't know. We don't know when and how and what life might even look like when they do eventually change. Got no idea. 
But as bad as things are now and as bad as even things might turn out to be in the future, none of those storms compare to the storm of being separated from God's love. By being eternally separated because of our sin and because of our rebellion and rejection of God. Not, none of those things compare. Paul says our present suffering doesn't compare to the glory that awaits us and also with the judgment and the separation of God's love that awaits us if we don't know Jesus. That is the ultimate storm you and I will ever face. But again, one of the one of the, the most remarkable, wonderful things that the Bible tells us, the, the good news of the Bible is that God loves us so much that he comes to us in the person of Jesus. He comes to us in fleshy. He takes on humanity, born in a manger, living a human life, completely entering into our experience, not waiting for us to, to do you know, complicated rituals and, 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 and earn our way to him and, and find our way back to him and appease him and, and, and gain his favor by all our efforts that will never, ever be good enough. He comes to us and in the person of Jesus, he lives a perfect life and Jesus dies on a cross. He faces the fullness of the storm of God's wrath and judgment. He takes the storm that we deserve on himself on that cross when he lays down his life for you and I. And he absorbs the fullness of the storm of God so that we can be forgiven, so that you and I would never need to experience that, so that we can know forgiveness and love and grace. We can know God's love in its fullness. We can know God coming to us, as Jesus says in the Gospel of John, chapters 14 to 16, uh, where he talks about the Father coming and making his home in our hearts. That's all only possible because of what Jesus did for us. But not only does Jesus come to us to save us from our sin and from the ultimate storm of God's wrath, he brings us to God. He, he brings us into the family of God and we, we become part of God's family. We become God's kids and, and we can live in God's unconditional, eternal, forever love and abide in Him and be with Him forever. What a wonderful truth. And see, here's the thing. Because Jesus has already come to us in that ultimate way and because Jesus has faced the ultimate storm of God's wrath and judgment, because Jesus has come to us in the fullness of his love in the cross, we can be assured that in every storm we face, Jesus will continue to come to us. Because as Paul says in, in Romans 8, there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus because Jesus has removed every barrier. And so friend, brother, sister, if, even if you're not a follower of Jesus, I want to encourage you that Jesus wants to come to you as your Lord, as your Savior, to save you from God's ultimate storm, yes, but also to continue to come to you in your storms right now, whatever it is you're, you're going through and facing right now. So my question is, have you trusted him as your Savior and your, and your Lord? And if not, I want to encourage you, reach out to us, please, through our website, send us an email, reach out to us. We would love to connect with you. We would love to tell you about Jesus. We would love to tell you about God's love for you and, and how you can be a part of God's uh, kingdom and how you can be part of God's family as you submit to his 
uh, and surrender to his love and, and his lordship in your life. And if you are a follower of Jesus already, I want to encourage you, keep your eyes open for Jesus. He will come to you in the midst of the storm, walking on the waves to reveal himself to you as the son of the living God, the one with all authority and power, the one who can calm every storm, the one who wants to get in the boat with you and to assure you of his presence and his peace. I want to do a little activity with you. I want to encourage you. It's going to be a bit strange, but I want you to bow your heads and I want you to close your eyes. Give you a moment to do that as we reflect on this. And I want to do this guided meditation with you. So if you've got your head bowed and your eyes closed, I want you to imagine yourself in this story. I want you to imagine yourself in this boat. Imagine Jesus telling you to go to the other side. And imagine you being one of the disciples lifting up anchor and setting sail and heading towards the other side of the lake. And then I want you to imagine the wind picking up and the waves starting to crash and begin to kind of feel the, the anxiety and the, the worry of that moment. Begin to see yourself in the midst of that storm, just like these disciples were. It's dark. You can't see anything. The wind is howling all around you. You hear the sound of the waves crashing against the, the, the boat. You feel the, the splash of the water crashing over you. You're drenched. You're wet. You hear the sound of the, the sails and the masts creaking and groaning as they strain against the wind. You hear the shouts of other disciples clamoring to try and secure the boat and trim the sails and hold the rudder, the rudder steady and, and you feel the tossing and the, and the, the turning of, the, of the, the boat in the midst of the, the waves and the wind. And then you look up and you see this figure walking on the water. In the darkness, you, you can't make it out. You just see it and you're not sure what it is and what you're seeing. And it's something you've never seen before. It looks like a person walking on the waves and they're coming to you. And they're coming towards the boat. And the closer that figure gets, you begin to realize that it's Jesus. And you hear him saying to you, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Imagine how you might feel as you hear those words, as you see Jesus continuing to walk towards the boat. And then you see Jesus getting into the boat. And as soon as he does, the winds stop. And there is peace. There is calm. And I want you to imagine whatever storm you're facing right now, whether it's sickness, whether it's grief, whether it's the uncertainty of your financial situation, your, your work situation, whether it's someone you love who's in hospital, who's sick, who's unwell, whether it's just mental anguish and fear and anxiety, oppression, 
loneliness, whatever it is you're feeling right now. Imagine Jesus coming to you, standing right there in front of you, saying those words, take courage. It is I. I am here. I've got you. Don't be afraid. Just allow the peace of Jesus, the presence of Jesus, and the word of Jesus to bring comfort to you right now. Father, we just thank you that you are the God that comes to us. You came to us in the person of Jesus. We thank you for this incredible account of Jesus coming to his disciples in different ways and ministering to them in the midst of their fear, their anxiety, their confusion, and their questions and their doubts. We thank you that we have the assurance that like Jesus did for them, Jesus is coming to us, comes to us, has come to us. Lord, I pray for each one of us that as we look to the cross and remember Jesus' greatest coming to us, Jesus coming the greatest storm, that we will have confidence and assurance that Jesus will continue to come to us. He will step into our boats that are tossed and and being pummeled by the waves, and he will step in and he will bring his peace and his presence and his word will be our strength. And we can continue to move forward. We can continue to, to trust in you. We can continue to worship and rest secure in you because we know that you've got us, because we know you as the God who comes to us. So I pray your blessing over your people. I pray for your peace to guard our hearts and minds. And I pray, Lord, in the days and the weeks that lie ahead, no matter what life throws at us, that we would see Jesus coming to us again and again and again in his power, in his glory, in his strength, as the son of the living God who walks on the water. And that, Lord, that would be enough. We pray this in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Parramatta Christian Church podcast. To hear other sermons or to find out more about our church, please visit our website at pcc.org.au.